With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Mwah. Hola and welcome to another side-splitting episode of IWS Radio, the show that always has them rolling in the aisles. I am the J-Man coming to you live from my luxurious studios here in Redneckville, Arkansas, and sitting right next to me, just a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, is a man who is living proof that laughter is the best medicine. Well, kind of. The Met Man, bitches. The other day, Matt Man went into a bar, walked up to the bar, and sat down. The bartender asked, What can I get you, Matt Man? Matt replied, Oh, just a big glass of ice water. Ha, huh. yeah, right. Like that would ever happen. <laughs> Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the hilarious digs here in Bagwino, Ohio. And as always, I am honored to co-host this show with a man who the other day could be overheard saying this while watching Stephanie Rule on TV. You know that guy. That dress that Stephanie's wearing's got a zipper right down the front. Oh, I'm just saying, if I were if if I were the one unzipping that dress to get it all the way, I would have to end up on my knees in front of her. <laughs> that J man, bitches. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I have to because I can't bend. I would end up on my knees because if I bent over trying to unzip it, I'd probably hurt my back. <laughs> anyway, and we'd get oh, we'd get you a little yoga mat so you, your knees wouldn't be too <laughs> too stressed. Yeah, something cushiony to get that. Yeah, get down there on. Yeah. Uh huh. How the hell are you? Oh, not bad. Not too bad. Not too bad at That's all. That's good. Nothing, nothing big and exciting really happened this week, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah that's nothing, uh, nothing terrible happened to me personally this week. A lot of terrible things yeah. happened this week. But. Sure. 
Anyway. Another hot one. Looks like it's going to stay hot for a while. You know, being middle of June and all. Exactly. Okay. How you doing, Matt? All right. Feel pretty good. Um, yeah, well, I had some, you know, kind of cloudy. Still stormy up here, Jay, man. We got an occluded mm. front kind of shifting back oh, and forth. Oh, That's yeah. very unfortunate. Had some good storms Friday and yesterday. And now there are five bikers biking down the sidewalk out of the studio window, and they have no shirts on, and they really should. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I got that going for me. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if nothing else, they need you know, to be protected from the sun. They, 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 yeah. Yes. I always seem to look out the I always seem to look out the window of the studios here at at exactly the wrong time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we we've had some storms and we got some more storms today probably and tomorrow. It's just unsettled weather wise up here, Jamie. It is. It is. We've had we just have every once in a while little pop up storms, you know, from the Sure. Fueled, fueled by the heat. Temperatures yes. get up into the nineties and it's hot and sunny, and the clouds roll in, and hear a little yeah. thunder, and sure. it rains real hard for about ten minutes, and then it's all gone. Like yeah. it never happened. All you need is a little lift in the atmosphere, Jay. Man, just a little yeah. lift. Very tropical. Very tropical. Sure. Yes. Uh, boy. Well. The beer mine was pretty yeah. uneventful. I do have a cute story I may get to about the beer mine. Um, big news, though, J-Man. We're getting a new refrigerator on Tuesday. Ooh. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, is it one of those big high-end double-sided refrigerators, you know, with the, all the options? Get the water and the ice right in the door? No. This, this yeah. fridge will be... Maybe five foot two inches tall and a little over three feet wide because that's the only. Oh, uh, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> the freezer will be the size of a cooler, you know, that holds uh-huh. eight beers. <laughs> but that's okay. It's still going to be new. Who doesn't like new? Uh, new is important. And, of course, it'll take it them weeks to get the exact perfect setting on the coldness. We'll have to be adjusting exactly. it every once in a while, every day. Like, you know, I, think this, thing. I think this uh, this beer is a touch too cold. I'm going to back that off just a, a little. No, uh, of course, they just I don't give think you, that's ever they true. You, they give you a one, two, three, four, five, and a little dot in between. You try to find the perfect spot. I, I, I could use some. I think we need, you know, 3.1, 3.2, on the on the dial, <laughs> be helpful. And here's the thing: six months later, when when you go to try to adjust it, now which one's colder, five or one? Because then I forget. I forget <laughs> which way should I. Is the the high number ought to be hot? No, it should be cold, shouldn't it? It's a more it's the higher <laughs> intensity of the cold. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's what that's what you would think, since it is a yeah. cold storage unit. 
Yeah, you think. And of course, you know, you you, you get you think you have the fridge set the way you want it, but then you realize that like you've got the eggs on the top rack and you they're a little bit frozen. You go, ah, damn it, fridge is a little too. Oh, I know. Yeah. Because because it's not going to be one of those that freezes in zones. It's just going to have a a little thing at the top pumping out cold air. So it'll be colder on top than it is on bottom. And who wants uneven eggs? You you don't. Nobody. You don't. Nobody. You want constant temperature eggs. I know a guy oh, when I lived in San Antonio yeah. who uh, surprised his wife with the brand new refrigerator that she wanted, real fancy one. They were going to have to redo the kitchen a little bit to make it fit. And she was just so excited. And, uh, but of course he had ulterior motive. He took the old fridge and moved it out of the back patio and put it and, uh, drilled a couple of holes in the door. And so he could put, uh, little pony kegs in it. <laughs> there you go. When I was growing up, we had, two refrigerators we had the normal food storage refrigerator upstairs but then down in the basement mm-hmm. we had an older refrigerator and all that did was hold dad's beer and all the brothers beer there that's you go. right that's how you do it a lot of people you know that second fridge maybe of just a freezer is either in the in the garage or in the basement maybe yep. in a utility room but yeah Lots of people have that second fridge. Heck yeah. Comes in handy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Kelly and Alan have a, a small fridge. They have an apartment sized fridge downstairs to put the beer in. Yeah. And they got the regular. But of course their fridge is like the biggest goddamn fridge I've ever seen inside a regular house. <laughs> well not really, but I mean it's one of those big uh uh Moore type bridge uh fridges, like both doors open. You have a refrigerator on both sides and then the big right. freezer down below that slides out. Yep. That's huge. And complicated as hell, too, man. <clears throat> Is it now? Yeah. Uh-huh. Too many options. I like I just want my refrigerator to, you know, keep things cold. I don't need I don't need it to be hooked up to the internet. I don't need it to. Oh do my a whole God! Lot no, 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 no. <laughs> All I need is to open it and you know grab a beer or a Diet Seven Up. <clears throat> I don't want to walk out into the kit. I don't want to walk out into the kitchen and hear my refrigerator say, "You need bologna." Listen, bitch. I'll get baloney when I'm damn well ready to get baloney. <laughs> I don't care what your sensor tells me. Yeah, and the worst thing about uh, the worst thing about their fridge is if the door is open for more than like 20 seconds, you hear this. That just annoys the crap out of me because. It's like, I know the door's open. I'm standing in front of it trying to find what I'm looking for. <laughs> God. Technology, the Internet, and all these new devices are great. They have made people so freaking lazy. They have to be warned. People have come through the beer mine. I need a pack of, oh, I forget. Let me give some uh-huh. a call. Oh, brother, while well, you pull out and give a call. 
write it down or shut up. <laughs> I was behind somebody at Subway this week uh, that did that. Was in line. I came in. They were the only one in line, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But they're on the phone, and the person on the phone is telling them how they want the sandwich done. Oh my God! I would have punched them. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, first of all, why didn't you have your friend just text you what they wanted and you could read it off the phone that way, talking yeah. to them? That would have been okay. It's like having a note in front of you, right? Sure. Come on. Or Come on, people. Yet, man, the, the friend could have called the friend who was going to Subway, told he or she what they wanted. They could have written it down and read it off. Why is that so right. difficult? And that, yeah, all of that before they walked in. They could have sat in the car and said, okay, what do you want? You know, and then gone in, and it would have been very yeah. smooth. Just, you know. Or yeah. if they had written down the note, they didn't have to say a damn thing. Just hand it to the person, I need this. There. Yeah, sure. The sandwich artist They could have pretended to be a mute and gone, ugh, and voice pointed like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hand it to <laughs> I'll never forget when my dad did that at Lee's famous recipe. <sighs> Probably forty years ago. It was Sunday, mom wanted chicken for the family, so she sent dad up to Lee's to get chicken to bring back home. <sighs> dad doesn't like these kind of things, so mom read Wrote it all out for him. And uh, he walked into Lee's. It was like he was giving him a hint, a hold-up notice. I need this. (laughs) And he handed them the note. He handed them what Mom wrote down. See? It's not hard. There you go. Mm -hmm. We're here to make your life simpler, people. Yeah, something the simpler things are simpler than, let me call my friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Well, I have a look. Oh, yes. Oh, no, go ahead, Jay, man. You go right ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. You were you were on a roll. Well, speaking of uh, new things like the fridge, we got a new futon this week, Jay, man. Yeah, that's right. How's it working out for you? Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man, I I almost tweeted to you, but I was trying to get it done before I went to work yesterday. All of the parts were there. Oh, wow. No more, no less. Wow. Did it come with its own little Allen wrench? Yes. And I'll have to take a picture of it today. It looks pretty nice. Schmoop finds it a little stiff, which I can't believe she would mind something stiff, knowing that, you know, her history. But um, I found I find it comfortable. And I had it like 90% done. I had most of the, I had all the legs in with the bolts, but I was running short, J-Man, and one of the bolts wasn't quite going in straight like I wanted it. And I had to get ready for the beer mine. I left the last so you had to get the hammer out. No, I wasn't going to do that. Huh. 
Um, so all the bolts, everything was done. She had to do like 10% of the work. And let me tell you, Smoop can take a, an Allen wrench to a bolt. She can put that stiffened steel in her hand and grind it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's all set up. It looks nice. I'll take a picture of that today. Cool. It can be a bed, a couch, a settee. Uh, but here's the thing, J-Man. You know, I had 90% done. I said, wow, man, i got to eat and take a shower and all this and get ready for the beer mine. And be in there at two yesterday. The beer mine conveniently located, ladies and gentlemen, at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road in Bagwan, Ohio. So I came back out, and as fate would have it, the fickled finger of fate pointed a unfriendly finger at me. There's the new futon, the computer chair, Jay man. It just broke. <laughs> That's a pretty new chair, isn't it? No, it's uh, oh. yeah, it was a cheap one. It was about three years ago. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, and this one doesn't even that one didn't even recline, so it's not like you're putting stress on the metal or anything. The the top the chair part just broke off from the base. Wow. That's pretty wild. You yeah. had some bad luck with chairs. With yes, we have. Over the years. Well, here's the thing, Jay, man, and more than the futon, last night I'm working on the show. <laughs> Schmoop, being a nice person that she is, we had a lawn chair in the closet, so she put a lawn chair with a couple blankets and a pillow in front of the computer for me because she knew I had to work on the show. It is still just way looking. too low. Yeah, I was looking oh. like a turtle <laughs> looking up at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing there in the living room by the uh, table, and I'm looking at the uh, computer setup at the left with the lawn chair, and then I look to the right, and I see the top half of the uh, sawed-off uh, computer chair. And I went, hey, wait a minute. J-Man, the top half of the computer chair, I frickin' squished it in between the arms of the lawn chair. This baby is sweet. <laughs> this is some hillbilly engineering right here. And I can't wait to take a picture to show you. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Smoop was asleep when I did all this because she had to work early. Even she came out about 10 minutes after I did it, probably about 1.20, and went, that's pretty impressive, Mahoney. Thank you. It's pretty comfortable, J-Man. There you go. See, folks, you just got to improvise, adapt, and overcome. Exactly. Oh, yeah. The world doesn't conform to your needs. Make it fit. <laughs> That's right. But And it only has to be like that until Thursday. 
Schmoop already ordered a new chair. Be here oh, Thursday. Well, damn, you got, you got the furniture rolling in. Man. Yeah. I know. So, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Life well, I have a couple lemon. of. Uh, I made lemonade. You know. That reminds me, Matt. I was going to mention this later, but since you brought it up, you know, segues are our lot here. Not WS Radio. Yes, they are. As everyone knows, as everyone knows, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, Justify won the Triple Crown, winning the Belmont Stakes yeah. yesterday. Sure. I turned it over just before they were supposed to race, and just as I turned it over is when everybody was making their prediction as to, you know, which horse would win. And there was this woman, and I didn't get her, I didn't catch her name. And she says, now, of course, a little background, the the Belmont is the longest of the races. It's a mile and a half. The other two races are only a mile and a quarter. So there's always the risk. You know, you've you've won, this will be your third race in, what, six weeks, something like that, for the horse, and it could tire out that last quarter. Ah. So anyway, this woman says, if you squeeze... Even the finest lemon, eventually it will run out of juice. That is very deep. (laughs) I thought about that most of the night. That really, I mean, the race was going on, and I'm, squeeze that lemon, baby. Squeeze that lemon. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, she then said, but justify oh. is one big lemon. <laughs> oh boy! I have to ask you: yeah. Did she say this in a serious tone? Oh yes! Oh yes! Oh brother! Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, that's going to live with me for a while, Matt. Oh but, my God! It's going to live with me now too. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Oh God! Every time, every time, an older athlete starts looking like they're running out of gas, I'm whip that line out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, brother. Anyway, uh, I got a couple updates for you, Matt. I know people are probably wondering things I've mentioned. Oh, you know I have been. Yeah, I want to I want to bring people up to date on what's happening here in Redneckville. And uh, one of them is I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that my, my neighbor has uh, one of my neighbors <clears throat> has this uh, <coughs> excuse me this uh, Mercedes SUV. It's inoperable. And they had it mm-hmm. parked over along the fence. This was last year, and they were going to put in a new fence. And they put notes on everybody's car that we had to move the vehicle so, you know, they have room to work. So they pushed gotcha. the Mercedes over to the building side of the parking lot, backed it in, just kind of pushed right. it straight across, and the parking spot. Well, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, there was a notice on that vehicle that it was going to get towed because it's inoperable. It's been sitting there for almost a year in that spot. Mm-hmm. Well, I went out <laughs> the other day. And three guys were pushing the Mercedes SUV to the other side of the parking lot, back to its oh own spot. 
<laughs> oh, so it has now been moved. It has now been moved, and it will not be towed, apparently. <laughs> oh, brother. Could you just part it out, take the cash, and go away? Come on, exactly. man. Exactly. Could you just call the the people up here at the uh, the recycling place? They will come <laughs> get it, put it on the flatbed, take it away, and give you $400 for it. I mean, if you can't afford to fix it, and I bet fixing it's going to cost a lot more than $400, then just, you know, part it out. You know, it's probably some dude trying to pick up chicks. It's his. It doesn't run. But it's a conversation piece, J-Man. That's my my Mercedes. Oh, can we take a ride? I'm just not feeling it right now. I've I've had a little too much to drink. Yeah. My insurance doesn't cover other people driving, so I can't let you drive. Sorry. Oh my God. His Facebook his Facebook profile picture is probably him leaning against his Mercedes. You can't really oh, see sure. the whole thing, just the Mercedes emblem, you know. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, so there's an update on that. Probably him. Jamie, and probably him sitting on the hood of the Mercedes with the emblem between his legs. Oh, Dangling. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Representing his manhood. Yeah. yeah. That's right. German engineering <laughs> right here, baby. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I know people were wondering, you know, is it being repoed or is management kicking in, you know, moving? Getting it to looks like it was a management thing. Maintenance. Yeah. Gave him the warning. So there's that. And I also told you a few months ago about ye old hot dog shop. Down on the square yeah. here in Redneckville. Got, got raided right. by the authorities. Yep. And uh there was all kinds of uh questions about that. Well, it turns out that there were hidden cameras in the building. The guy, they finally issued warrants for the arrest of the owner. Hidden cameras in the restrooms. Um, the problem is that the guy who owned it is apparently a scam artist. He go, really? he keeps changing his identity and going to a new town and opening a new business and getting loans and then, you know, disappearing. Hmm. So they know his real identity, and they know his the identity used here and in like four other towns or something like that. But they, nobody knows where he is. He's in the wind. So, so anyway, that's exciting. That that's is. exciting for you know a little town like this, man. Wow, we got us a, a drifter scam artist, dude. Wandered through town. It's kind of like John Daner in an episode of um, Andy Griffith, the guy who came into town selling the medicinal drink. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, they had all kinds of 'er ne'er-do-wells wander through Mayberry, though. Oh, sure. They had them. They had the drifters or the, uh, the gypsies. 
that came through and mm-hmm. the guys that came through uh, uh, making the uh, counterfeit money, the printing press. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, they had some problems there. I mean, nothing like that. Alan, Cor- yeah, Alan Corby selling like a uh, crappy car to Barney Five. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You got to be careful about those small towns. Jeez. Not, not quite as bad as uh, Jessica on Murder, She Wrote, that little town where everybody kept dropping dead around her. No, but. that's right. <laughs> Something Cove. What was it? Something Cove, I forget. It wasn't Crabapple Cove, because that's where Hawkeye Pierce is from, wasn't it? Maybe the chat room could update us on that. Anybody, anybody else? If you know where Jessica Fletcher lived up there in Maine, let us know, people. <laughs> Call us up six one two four four nine eight five two. Yes. Right. Anyway, so yeah. there's the update on. To uh, important items for the folks. Well, I'm glad, glad everything's taken care of, and law and justice might have its day with Mr. Hot Dog yeah. Man. <laughs> Maybe so. And uh, the other uh, <laughs> uh, big one was that uh, they apparently have decided now that man and beast can get along, and they really? are not going to try to run the geese off from Lake Redneckville. Excellent. And it's okay. Things seem to have settled down. There have not been any uh, incidences lately. People aren't being the chased off by the geese. Themselves. The geese have the geese have agreed. We have reached detente with the geese. <laughs> <laughs> A negotiated peace settlement. <laughs> the mayor uh-huh. has announced peace at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but the Redneckville. Treaty of Ot eighteen, uh-huh. and they are—they're going to shelve the air cannon. Remember that, Matt? When remember they were going to buy the air cannon? <laughs> oh yeah, we still have them here in Bagwan. Yeah, so Bubba could go down there and play with that all day long. Uh huh. You know that. You know that. You know that. He'd be firing it off whether there were geese around or not. You know that thing was blast. You know that thing was blasting away out at the family farm during the you know pig roast every summer. Oh sure. Fourth of July. Uh huh. Christmas, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, good old redneck Bill. <laughs> Apparently, our, our problem. Southern from- Ohio, though, Jay man, not much different <laughs> than Bagwine, but. I did receive an amusing picture from one, and this made me think of it, from Nurse Doom this morning. She was down, she's down south right now in southern Ohio. They went to this huge flea market and whatnot, and then they went to this one place. <laughs> she sent me a picture. Well, this, wherever they went, they got go-kart rides, and it shows a, like, 30-year-old mom tooling around at 35 miles an hour with her infant son in the passenger seat. (laughs) 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 
using the kid as using the kid as a human shield, no doubt. Exactly. Don't hit me. You'll hurt my baby. Don't hurt my baby. I mean, this kid <laughs> this kid can't be two years old. You wonder if maybe she's, you know, well, I wonder if she's like the, the dude who runs the ride. If she's like, can you hold my baby? And he said, no. So, all righty then. Exactly. <laughs> Grab me a bungee cord. Oh. Oh, I'll tell you what. Ashley and I have discussed this, a similar thing, that uh, we've seen people come through the beer, my parents, and their kids are not in a car seat, let alone buckled in. And we want to refuse them service. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I see them driving down the road with a little, you know, yeah. little kid, a year and a half, two years old, sitting on, on their lap while they're driving. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see it all the time. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yep. Yeah, somebody I used to work with once said, you know, some parents shouldn't be allowed to raise their own kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. That's about it for here, though. We, we solved all of Redneckville's problems this week, apparently. Excellent. I'm glad you did. I got one last thing. I told you I had a cute story from the beer mine. Oh, we like you. I've covered all our new stuff and whatnot. My new hillbilly chair, futon, and refridge. Friday night, this cute, I would say, 23, 24-year-old chick came through. Cute as hell, late in the night. She had two kids in the back seat, in car seats, ladies and gentlemen. Responsible. Yeah, she wanted two kids' drinks and a Diet Coke. So I got those. What do you mean by kids' drinks? All these things are called fruit shoots. You know, they got a little pop pop on them. Okay. Okay. Full of fruit juice. Good for you. And also full of, you know, natural and artificial sugar. sugar, But they're colorful (laughs) and they're pretty, and kids like them. Yeah, 19 grams of sugar, 12 grams of sugar. Let the kids have some fun. Hey, okay, yeah. <laughs> so I get the fruit shoots and I and the Diet Coke, and I ring up the fruit shoots first and hand it to this cute chick. And uh, she kind of tosses it back to him. And on the second toss, she went, oh, shoot, I'm sorry, Adam. I think she hit, he, hit him on the head with it <laughs> because they were a big van. And we were both laughing, and I gave her a Diet Coke. She gave me her debit card, and I said, hey, there's a dollar charge on the debit card. She said, oh, that's okay. So I walk in to ring it up, and I always look at the names J-Man on the debit cards in case there's, you know, a famous name on it that resembles, you know, a famous person or a funny name or whatever or a hot name. Uh Well, this chick's name was Jennifer Kennedy. Ooh. So I rang it up. Yeah, and I took it. And very cute. Beautiful teeth. Oh. Um, and as I'm taking her card and her receipt back to her, I said, there you go, Jen Ken. Huh? Huh? 
Jennifer Kennedy, she started laughing. I started laughing. I said, what, you've never heard that before? And she said, no, but I think I'll use that from now on. I like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, I said, think that would have probably because, been her uh, her screen name on different uh, online, different places. Jen I Ken. know. I guess people aren't as brilliant brilliant as you and I, Jay Man. That's immediately what popped into my Jen Ken. Yeah. She said, Yeah, I'm gonna use that from now on. I said I'm thinking, yeah, speaking of using things. <sighs> <laughs> I got something you can So that was a cute story. You know, you don't get too many cute stories with Beer Mon J Man, as you know, so No. When they happen I But sad, break. depressing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stories that make you weep for our country, but no, no, like <laughs> Oh God. No doubt. So there you go. Yeah, that's about it. Okay then. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. Who the hell we got in there, J Man? I tell you what, we got a we got a sexy, hilarious chat room today, man. We got we got them I lined up. Several guests. Boy. You know, I think the guests are probably all pretty damn funny. They just can't show us how funny they are because they can't participate in the chat room. I know. I wish I I wish I knew how funny they were. But whatever. No. That's why. Well, there's a way if they really wanted to. I mean, if they've if they got to, if they're just you know dying to tell us a joke in the chat room or tell us that we suck or whatever, there is a way or they whatever. can do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you'd like to participate in the chat room, all you have to do is go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your host. I mean, what the heck? You can even sign in through your Twitter or Facebook account. Sure. Maybe even Tumblr and LinkedIn. I don't know. Don't maybe. I don't know either. Yeah. I, mean, I wish it was free, though. Maybe we should have a upcoming Father's Day special for them, Jamie. Sure. Let's make it all free. <laughs> sure. I it was. All right. Yeah. So then, you know, of course, then you could share the show with everyone else, with all your friends, your friend of me. Yep, sharing's caring. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Just build a community. There you go. Tell us about about. So also in the chat room, we have our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft. You're going to hear from him later. 
and our senior foreign correspondent guy on your dick. Oh with yeah, us from parts unknown. You know, yeah. one thing about him, you never know where he is. Well, he might. You know, if he's he not in be. the hospital from the uh, Memorial Day accident, he's probably in yeah. Singapore, covering the summit. Yeah. Probably hitting on some some North Korean hotties. Probably so. But you know he always finds he always finds Wi-Fi wherever he goes. Finds a way to connect. <laughs> yes, he does. And uh, jaded as me is here, mm. as always. Jaded. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. Call us up. Tell us your favorite joke, jaded. That's what we need from you. A joke on the joke show. Yeah. Or better yet, call us up and tell <clears throat> you tell us why you're jaded. Maybe oh yeah, that too. Fix. Maybe we could unjade you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pervin Irvin is here. I don't know if we want Pervin oh, Irvin boy. to call us up. <laughs> a joke or not? I bet he's got some jokes. I bet he does. That that probably mirror his real life. I wouldn't doubt it. Probably so. Oh, probably so. And uh, good old Road, Road Apples is here. I love that name. You know I do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sue C.M. is here, but I doubt Sue C.M. knows any jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's funny no. to Sue C.M. Right. God. Yeah. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever, when, she, when she's at a little get-together and everybody's sitting around telling their favorite jokes, she just sits there. Yeah. She's not into shenanigans. No, not at all. <coughs> no. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe if we do a pet peeve show sometime, she'll call in. She's probably got a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what her number one pet peeve would be? It'd be you and I. Us. Yeah. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <sighs> So anyway, the chat. Well, we, oh, one other person in the chat room. Almost forgot. Goodness. Really? Yeah, I hate to forget about people. Look, overlook them, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, also in the chat room, breezing into Hama, our senior, our Canadian bureau chief. Number twelve. Number twelve on your scorecard. Number one in your heart. This is Jamie Maple Leaf. Out there, oh, just yeah. waiting for a hot Canadian summer. 
Naked. Yep. Floating there, all covered in baby oil, getting a tan, thinking about Justin Trudeau. Sure. Of course, J-Man, if she uh, invited you and I up there to get in the pool with her, she would charge us a pool tariff. That's how those Canadians operate, those (laughs) damn tariffs. Oh, yeah, Yeah, apparently so. Damn Canadians, <laughs> apparently so. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh yeah, she would she would demand that she had a uh, trade surplus with us. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet she could give us the surplus, I know that. What? Oh yeah, baby. All right, then. Yeah, yeah, stretch that witty banter segment out pretty far. Yeah. You know, for not, not having bad. a whole lot going on. <laughs> no. But uh, I tell you, we, got a, we have a witty banter sponsor, Matt. Do we really? Excellent. We do. And uh, that witty banter sponsor, and of course, we've talked about this before, that, you know, uh, IWS is constantly trying to expand, trying to expand our brand into different areas. Sure. And uh, cross promotion is a big part of, you know, what you do. Kind of when you're a big con- when you're a big media conglomerate like we are, kind of like Disney, exactly. ABC, ESPN. You know, right. We, we do a lot of cross promoting. And so sure. our newest uh, our newest uh, venture is the uh, I'm with Stupid Comedy Clubs. Really. It's kind of a natural for us, you know, a couple of funny oh, sure. guys. Oh, yeah, comedy show, stuff like that. And uh, our first one is in the basement of the Ray Stevens Theater in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> Start, starting small, of course. Well, baby steps. Yep. And uh, it, it, it opened uh, this weekend, and none other than our very own Dixie Ozark took the stage. Oh, Incredible, yeah. Dixie Ozark. Who knew she has a lifelong dream of being a stand-up comic? So, <laughs> who knew? Yeah. So, since I can find it here, okay, there we go. Everybody, <laughs> from the from the Mini Pearl Memorial stage in the basement of the Ray Stevens Theater, in Branson, Missouri, <laughs> taking away Dixie. Ladies and gentlemen. I when stupid comedy productions present Dixie Ozark. Howdy, y'all. Look at this. You know, I've wanted to do stand-up all my life, and now here I am. Yep, on the stage in a tiny basement room in Branson, Missouri, where I'm the youngest person in the room. In good country. At least the air conditioning works in here. The heat and humidity is getting to me. I walked from the restaurant next door to my hotel, and when I got there, I was sweating like Stormy Daniels working the pole on an August night down on the Louisiana Bayou. I drove here tonight. I'm a terrible driver. I never realized how bad I was, till one day my GPS said, in 300 feet, turn right, stop, and let me out. (laughs) 
I prefer driving to flying mostly because of the food. Airline food is the tiniest food I've ever seen in my entire life. Any kind of meat that you get, chicken, steak, anything, has grill marks on each side. <laughs> like somehow we'll actually believe there's an open flame grill in the front of the plane. Seriously though, I was running late and didn't have time to make any coffee before coming down here, so I just drove on the rumble strips on the side of the road. <laughs> I'm interested in these self-driving cars. You know, they're, they're testing these now. It won't be too long till someone writes a country song about his truck leaving him too. Country music is big here in Branson. I don't like country music that much, but I don't mean to denigrate those who do. And for the people who like country music, denigrate means put down. I'm kidding. I love Branson. What's cool about Branson is there are only two seasons here, winter and road construction. Branson's also a very religious town, so I'm going to leave you all here with three fundamental truths about religion. Jews don't recognize Jesus as the Son of God. Protestants don't recognize the Pope as the Vicar of Christ. And Baptists don't recognize each other at the bar on Saturday nights. Y'all have been so great. Thanks for making my stand-up comedy dreams come true. This is Rock and Roll Radio. Stay tuned for more rock and roll. You know, Matt, you know, that's what we do. We make people's dreams come true here at IWS Radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and if it's your dream to call into Internet Radio and tell the whole world your favorite joke, we're ready to make that dream come true today, too. <laughs> yes, we are, because you could always call in <coughs> on the Punchline Hotline at 661 244 
Polish vodka is better too. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love I love the picture of him sitting there like a petulant little child with I know. Angela Markle staring him down. Yep. That's pretty sad. <laughs> And I also get a kick out of so many people in our media who just, they're just at a loss, Matt. They just can't figure out why Matt, why, why uh, Trump is so drawn to these uh, dictators and <laughs> pushing away our allies. They just can't figure it out. It's no, like it's, I, just, I mean, it's just beyond that. They don't seem to understand the concept that it's much harder for democracies to bribe people. Dictators can easily <laughs> bribe people. <laughs> he is for sale. <laughs> I mean, China I bought him for five hundred million. I was hoping to avoid this Trump talk, Jay man. I know, but there's no avoiding it. No, there's not. He permeates life with his stupidity. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, that was the big, big excitement from him this week. But it did. Sure. I mean, it's you know, it's still funny. Even though it's sad and pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Larry Kudlow wants Justin Trudeau to apologize to Trump now. Well, yeah, everyone does. He was mean to Donnie. He was mean. Oh, everybody's always mean to him. I know. Oh, and he wants to uh, give Muhammad Ali a. Presidential pardon. Sure. Over a conviction that was overturned 37 years ago. Uh, 47 years ago. Maybe he could give a a, a pardon to uh, uh, Larry Flint, too, who also won at the Supreme Court. Pardon Muhammad, whose conviction was overturned, and then, you know, Jimmy Carter put the exclamation point on it in what 79, 77, 79, yeah. when he, he granted amnesty to draft dodgers. Everyone, yeah. Not deserters, but draft dodgers. Yeah. 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 I am kind of excited to see who all Trump, because this is his new thing now. It's pardons. He's going to hand out pardons. He'll have a TV show. <laughs> Blind of the Week with Donald Trump. <laughs> this week, this week it's, going to be, it's going to be very special. <laughs> this week's, our guests this week are the descendants of former Attorney General John Mitchell. It was treated very, very badly. It was very unfair to him. He was a good law and order guy. And then I guess there's talks that um, of him getting rid of Sessions and putting Gene Pirro in there. Oh, my God, yeah, that's uh-huh. great. Oh, brother. Oh, boy. Uh Ladies and gentlemen, Trump is bad for America. 
but great for IWS radio. See, we got to keep that in balance, hey man. Right. And we're heading to the top of the hour. Okay, yeah. NHL and NBA playoffs are over. They ended abruptly. Yeah. Short series and the championship series for both. Golden State. Now, Cleveland, Cleveland would have won the championship had LeBron not hurt his hand, J-Man. Well, well, had they won the first game and he not broken his hand, it might have at least gone six or seven games. <laughs> I was going to say, they lost – they lost the entire series after that first game because of, um, yeah. you know, bonehead. Yeah, the J.R. Smith experience on full display. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I think after that they all said, the Cavaliers all said, oh, screw it, we're done. Thanks a lot, J.R. Yeah, oh, well. Yeah, that was our shot. If we if we won one on the road, we had a chance, but no, I'll exactly. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Yeah. And then uh, my Las Vegas Golden Knights lost the Stanley Cup Finals to <clears throat> Vladimir Putin's Washington Capitals. Guarantee you that the uh, Capitals will visit the White House. <clears throat> Those Russians will be front and center, oh, arm in yeah. arm. So. <clears throat> anyway, oh yeah, that was another thing Trump did. He rescinded the uh, invitation for the Eagles the night before. It's not enough of them yeah. were going to be there. There's not enough of them going to come to his party. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The, what's funny is there was going to be six eagles there, but two of them were even trainers. They were just the trainers. <laughs> right. They were even, yeah. Apparently the only player was going to be uh, the quarterback, not Wentz, the other one. Can't even remember his name. <clears throat> By the way, Jessica Fletcher Jessica Fletcher le- lived in Cabot Cove. Cabot Cove. Oh, very good, Jay Man. Thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know. Hey. Murder she wrote took place in Cabot Cove. Cabot Cove, yeah. So <clears throat> Thanks for not calling in to help us with that, y'all. Was great. Probably. Well, anyway, prob- we're near the probably about- easily number one in murders per capita in the United States. Very dangerous place. Very liberal town, I'm sure. <clears throat> probably oh, yeah. a sanctuary city. Probably so. <laughs> but it's almost the top of the hour, Matt, and we got we got something I different. Know. We got something special for the folks this week. Yes, we do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, usually at this time of the 
show. We have the good and bad songs, but today we're going to be all good and all funny. Well, hopefully funny. Um, we're uh, Jay and I are just going to play a couple two-minute or so clips of our favorite comedy routines. So there you go. Yeah. Instead of the music, we're going to go comedy. Do you want to go first or do you yep. want me to go first, Matt? I'll go first, J-Man. All right. This clip I have is a kindred spirit, an Irishman, and one of the greatest mm-hmm. storytelling comedians of all time, whose last name is actually O'Mahony. And that would be, oh. and that would be one Dave Allen. So take it away, Mr. Allen. There's no doubt that some men are born with a power, a power to control or a power to lead or a power to sway other men. And no man more so than the man who has the power of hypnosis. The hypnotist can not only sway one mind, but many minds, thousands of minds. And there's a story told of a hypnotist who appeared at the Albert Hall. The place was packed, thousands of people. And he walked upon the stage, and all the lights went down, and he stood in the one spotlight, and he began to talk. And his voice was soft and gentle, persuasive. And as he talked, the people listened. And as they listened, they became immersed in the sound of his voice. And he said to them, you will listen to my voice. You will listen... And as you hear my voice, your eyes will become drowsy, your limbs will become heavy, your eyelids will become sand-like, you wish to close, you wish to sleep, and as you sleep, you shall listen to my voice, and they're all there. You will obey my every command. The whole place is still. He said, I will leave the stage now for a few moments. But I want you to remember that you are under my control. And as he leaves the stage, he trips over a microphone wire. And says a word which I am not allowed to say on television. I only know that it took five weeks to clean the Albert Hall out. <laughs> Good old uh-huh. Dave Allen. David O'Mahony. Yeah. That's back in the day right there, man. Oh, yeah. What you got, Jay, man? Well, I tell you, Matt, and I think you agree with me on this, that there are few things that have ever been funnier in the history of television than the Dean Martin Celebrity Roasts. Uh, exactly. Oh, and, God, I know, uh, any of you people... I know who you're going to do. I know who you're going to do. Now I know who you're going to do. <laughs> any of the... <laughs> anybody who thinks that the current day roasts on Comedy Central are funny should go on YouTube and look up Dean Martin Celebrity Roast and watch those, and you'll see what real comedy is and why today... Stuff is yes. crap. 
This is hilarious. Swoop and I have spent back, back. nights watching hours of those. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I can watch them over and over, too. Same ones, even. Yep. Watch them again. <clears throat> so, one of my favorites, <laughs> who was a comedian who had a, a shtick. He was really a sketch comic. You know, uh, improv did, did you know improvisational comedy. And he was here. He is roasting Don Rickles. Is the the late great Foster Brooks? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> would you please welcome Mr. Foster Brooks? <laughs> thank you very, thank you very much. As the poor Frederick and gentlemen just told you. <laughs> I have never met Don Rickles. <laughs> In fact, he's probably wondering what I'm doing here. He has never even seen, never even seen. <laughs> he has never seen me before. He has never heard, heard of me, and our paths have never drawn. <laughs> However, Mr. Rickles, you and I do have an indirectly real relationship. You see, I'm fooling around with your wife. So, you see, we, we do have something in common. I hope you understand, Don. We have tried to keep this very, very discreet. <laughs> so don't tell anybody, will you? <laughs> My wife would be furious if she found out about it. John, I really must compliment you on your spouse, Mrs. Mrs. Pickles. <laughs> I say that because she's a real dilly. <laughs> And I must also admit you have a very lo a very lovely home. <laughs> Incidentally, you're out of scotch. <laughs> Incidentally, you're out of scotch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good old Foster Brooks. God. Yeah. <clears throat> My favorite Foster Brooks. Anybody wants to see it, you go to YouTube and look up Dean Martin, Foster Brooks, airline pilot. Yep, that's mine too, J-Man. <laughs> that is freaking hilarious. I think I've played that on the show one time. I have. Oh. It, it's that one, well, among the, uh, the the Dean Martin shows, that one and the one with uh, Jonathan Winters, my two favorite, because Dean Martin tries so hard to – be the straight man and play it straight and not laugh too much. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the airplane there. pilot is hilarious. <clears throat> I'm going to have to play that after the show now. Yeah, and I'll probably post it on Facebook today. What the heck? Yeah, that's a good one. But, uh, 
I tell you who else has good jokes. Our who very that? own Mick Doris. Mick Doris has a couple of good Does jokes. Does he really? A couple, a couple oh of his favorites, God. and he likes to tell at parties, you know. He seems so um, mechanical and whatnot. I can't believe he's right. that funny. Yeah, well, it doesn't have the best delivery, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Go I named my hard drive dad ass, so once a month my computer asks if I want to back dad ass up. I decided to make my password incorrect because if I type it in wrong, my computer will remind me, your password is incorrect. hi <laughs> He's a mix. funny man. Oh, sure. <clears throat> Matt, do you know why you can't hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Why is that? Because the P is silent. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey, J-Man. Hey, we just, yeah? Did you know that once once upon a time, two silkworms had a race? They ended up in a tie. Ah. <laughs> oh! Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <sighs> Why didn't the lifeguard drown the hit? Or, God damn it! Why didn't the lifeguard save the drowning hippie? I don't know. <laughs> Because the hippie was too far out, man. Oh, brother. Uh-huh. You know, Jamie, well, you in a dog how game... funny, you bastard. <laughs> you know, Jamie, in a dog gave birth to puppies near the road the other day and was cited for littering. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Guy goes into an interview. The interviewer says, what is your greatest strength? He says, I decisively make decisions when under pressure. The interviewer says, okay, well, what's your greatest weakness? I make horrible decisions. (laughs) You know, J-Man, in a democracy, (laughs) it's your vote that counts. In feudalism, it's your count that votes. Ah. <sighs> oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got a million. Ah, uh, the show is rolling along now, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Do you think perhaps it's time for a little Jamie Maple Leaf, J-Man? Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. We need a little woman's touch. 
Oh, oh, I need some Jamie Maple Leaf. Oh, do you really? Oh, yes, I do. Maple. All right. Take it away, baby. A blonde was driving home after a game and got caught in a really bad hailstorm. Her car was covered with dents, so the next day she took it to a repair shop. The shop owner saw that she was blonde, so he decided to have some fun. He told her to go home and blow into the tailpipe really hard, and all the dents would pop out. So the blonde went home, got down on her hands and knees, and started blowing into her tailpipe. Nothing happened. So she blew a little harder, and still nothing happened. Her blonde roommate saw her and asked, What are you doing? The first blonde told her how the repairman had instructed her to blow into the tailpipe in order to get out all the dents. The roommate rolled her eyes and said, uh, like, hello, you need to roll up the windows first. Excellent. You know how to turn a duck into a soul singer? How's that? Put it in a microwave until it's Bill Withers. <laughs> oh my God, that's not bad. That's pretty good. <sighs> yeah, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> you know, Jay, man, the um, the short fortune teller who escaped from prison became a small medium at large. (laughs) (laughs) Uh People say the joke show is of the best. I know. I don't understand that. (laughs) In fact, J-Man, did I tell you that Schmoop and I got into a big row over the joke show this week? I mean, more than usual. No. No. I said I was going to get a hold of Phil Diller, Phyllis Diller's lesser-known brother, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, he's only 91. <laughs> he's going to come back and do a few jokes on this. <laughs> exactly. And um, so he's going to come back and do a show. And um, she said, he's stupid. It's not even funny. And then Schmoop went on with, oh, it's Haima Lima. Oh, that's just funny. I said, well, I didn't think of it. She said, well, who did? I said, Phil Delder. And she said, well, that's just freaking stupid. He's not even real. And to which I said, well, evidently you referred to him as Phil Diller, didn't you? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like Phil Diller. Well, uh, I think he's real. And J Man, because I was running late and I didn't think there would be any Phil Diller, he wouldn't have any of it. So here we go. Yeah. Here's a little. Here's a little Phil Diller. Ha! Phil Diller here. Cupid doll, Schmoop, that deli girl, thought she could get away from me? Well, let me tell you, Miss Phil Diller-hater, I'm back. Hi, 
I'm a lima. And let me tell you, Schmoob, the roundest night at King Arthur's Round Table, you know what his name was? It was Sir Comforts. Ha! He acquired his size from too much pie. Ha! I'm a lima. Now hear me now and listen to me later, Schmoop. No matter how much you push the envelope, it'll still be stationary. Ha! I'm a lima. And lastly, Cupid all, I thought I saw an eye doctor on an Alaskan island the other day, but it turned out to be an optical illusion. Ha! Hi, Malima. Uh huh. Still got it going on. Still got it, man. He's still. You know what the best thing about? Yeah, the best thing about Phil Diller, he can show up 20 minutes before the show goes on. Jay, man, that guy's a professional, even at his age. When the lights come on, he turns it on, baby. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who was uh, surprisingly funny? Who? The Reverend Moneymaker. Oh yeah. Really? Yep. And he's got a he's got a little story he likes to tell. This is his go-to at parties and yeah. such. A priest, a minister, and a rabbi want to see who's the best at his job. So each goes into the woods, finds a bear, and attempts to convert it. Later they all get together. The priest begins, When I found a bear, I read to him from the catechism and sprinkled him with holy water. Next week is his first communion. I found a bear by the stream, says the minister, and preached God's holy word to him. The bear was so mesmerized that he let me baptize him. They both looked down at the rabbi, who was lying on a gurney in a body cast. Looking back, he says, Eh, maybe I shouldn't have started with the circumcision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe not. No, no, no. You don't want to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, man wakes up from a car accident and starts crying. He says, doctor, doctor, I can't feel my legs. The doctor says, that's because I amputated your arms. <coughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. I mean, it's terrible, but I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. What else you got? Uh, Oh, did you know, J-Man? A grenade 
thrown into a kitchen in France would result in linoleum blown apart. Always, uh, why did Donald Trump cross the road? Uh, he couldn't get his dick out of the chicken. What? I didn't say that. <laughs> I really did. That must have been Justin Trudeau. Must have been. Hi, <laughs> Well, I tell you, he's got a bunch of jokes for us. Uh-oh. He's a funny guy. And that's good old. Bobby Kraft. I knew that was coming. Your, your pal and mine. So, mm-hmm. Why don't you go ahead and take it away, Bobby K. <laughs> hey, everybody. Okay, here we go. Jokes. Rapid fire style. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. Hi-yo! <laughs> Helvetica and New Times Roman walk into a bar. Bartender yells, get out of here, we don't serve your type. Lettuce and tomato decided to have a race. The lettuce was ahead, but the tomato was working hard to catch up. Why is Peter Pan always flying? Because he never lands. (laughs) What did the toilet say to the other toilet? You're looking a little flushed. What do you get when you cross a snowman with a vampire? Frostbite. <laughs> Why was the baby strawberry crying? Because his mom and dad were in a jam. How do crazy people go hiking through the forest? They take the psychopath. <laughs> what did one hat say to the other hat? You stay here while I go on ahead. What do you call a fake noodle? An impasta. Where do boats go when they get sick? The dock. What's easy to get into, but hard to get out of? Trouble. What kind of egg did the bad chicken lay? A deviled egg. Why did the cookie go to the hospital? He felt crummy. What did the janitor say when he opened the closet? Supplies. What is on the menu at the Karma Cafe? Nothing. You get what you deserve. A woman in labor suddenly starts yelling out, shouldn't, wouldn't, couldn't, don't, can't, won't. The doctor says, don't worry, don't worry. Those are just the contractions. Hey, guys. This is the Bulgarian Babe. And you're listening to IWS Radio. So get that booty working. Bobby's a funny man. That was an onslaught of polarity right there. Yes, it was.
Non-stop thing. That was non-spot of hilarity unequaled until you hear this, Jay and ladies and gentlemen. A blonde was shopping at Target and came across a shiny silver thermos. She was quite fascinated by it, so she picked it up and took it to the clerk to ask what it was. The clerk said, why, that's a thermos. It keeps hot things hot and cold things cold. Wow, said the blonde. That's amazing. I'm going to buy it. So she bought the thermos and took it to work the next day. Her boss saw it on her desk and said, What's that? he asked. Why, that's a thermos. It keeps things hot and keeps things cold. Her boss inquired, What do you have in it? The blonde replied, Two popsicles and some coffee. was in high school taking physics we had a teacher Mr. Story who was great loved him he would always with a couple few minutes left in class would always say are there any questions and one day he said that and someone said yeah I was wondering you know how a, a thermos keeps hot things hot and cold things cold things cold and he says how does it know <laughs> with his lips and he then went into a five-minute explanation of how the thermos works. <laughs> it was fantastic. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they all laughed when I said I wanted to be a comedian. Now, they're not laughing now, are they? I'll never forget when Jerry Shandling died. And you know how he was throughout his career and his type of comedy. Uh-huh. I always that was I thought that was one of my funniest posts. I posted it on IWS radio on Facebook. When Shandling died he said, Hey, I'm dead. What, you think that's funny? <laughs> <laughs> he was the man. <laughs> Yeah, he was funny. He was. He told a story one time. I don't remember which uh, what show he was on. And he was talking. He was. They were this this comedy club that he used to. Was his regular comedy club back in early days? You know. He was going around. He said. He said standing up there. He said and, the, and people didn't like to sit. They had seats right at the stage, and there was a guy sitting there, kind of right in the middle. And so he's standing in front of him, and the guy keeps kind of leaning back to look at him. And it's starting to be distracting. And he said, you know, if, if this is a problem, if this is bothering you, you know, there's other seats over here, you could move down. It might might be better. And the guy said, oh, okay. And he got up and he moved down like three seats and sat there. And then his guy Shanley's telling his next joke. He picks up the mic and walks over and stands right in front of him. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Set the guy up. Oh, Jay, man, I'll, I'll tell you, there. Um, you and I had a six-word joke that you've used before. <laughs> 
bane of existence to Schmoop and probably some of our live listening audience. The worst yet funniest words that you ever uttered to me, lo, those many years ago, six words. We should do a podcast together. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did how did anyone know that it would all go so badly? <laughs> I mean, I never God's anybody said yes. Hey man, it was God's <laughs> plan. Yes, it was. God's punishment for some. God's plan for others. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, do you know how to spot a blind man at a nude beach? How's that? Well, it's not hard. (laughs) And as we're coming to the bottom of the hour, (laughs) it's time to find. It's time to find Buddy Acapella. It's time for the good, the bad. And the subsea. Yeah. I guess I'll go first since you went first. On okay. The other thing. I have yet another winking now. Just winking eye. I'm working my way through the winking owl lines down at the Aldi. The $2.89 bottle of uh, wine this week. I have the Pinot Grigio. The Ooh. Pinot Grigio. And according to the label, it is uh, semi-dry and light-bodied with mm. Subtle flavors of citrus, stone fruits, Ooh. pear, and a hint of honeysuckle. <laughs> oh, God. It is best when paired with grilled salmon and creamy pasta. Oh, and it should be served chilled. <clears throat> And it's 11.5% alcohol. Oh, right. very nice. Let's pour us a glass here. All right. Looks pretty clear. White wine. Ooh. It's, it smells... Hmm. It smells buttery. I kind of smell that... I kind of smell that, that honey smell. Suckle there. Ooh. <clears throat> oh, well, it does. It tastes a little like a Chardonnay. A little sweet. A little sweeter than I thought it would be. A little more like a Riesling in that sense. But it is uh, it's, it's semi-dry. That's a good description. It's good. I like it. I like it. It's good. 
Okay. You sure? That's three Winky Nows. That's three Winky Now wines, and all three of them have been good. Thumbs up. All right. I'll be damned. What you got, Matt? Well, I'll tell you what I got. I have a three seventy five milliliter bottle of icebox mudslide. Ooh. Ready to drink mudslide. And then in italics, J Man, the alcohol is in it. You know, because they you know, want to let you know the alcohol is in it. That's right. It's important. It's 12.5%. It's made by the IWS or IWA Distilling Company, Louisville, (laughs) Kentucky. Uh And the only ingredients, this is kind of concerning, contains caramel color, contains certified color. It doesn't hmm. say anything else. <laughs> well, and alcohol, which is in it. Yeah, yeah. Let's pour a little glass here. Okay. Let's see. Ice box mudslide. Not awful. Not bad. Hmm. Okay. Does it, it, does it like look chocolate like chocolate milk? I was going to say, does it taste yeah. chocolatey, like chocolate milk kind of? Yeah. Yeah, it does, and it looks like chocolate milk. Oh, chocolate milk's good for you, so. Yeah. Right. So this must be too. Yeah, sure. Mm. That's not awful. Not the greatest in the world, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh God, it's better than the uh, chocolate buzz ball I had on one show. Ooh, it's a little strong, but not bad. There you go. Well, there we go, then. Yeah. I think I'm done with it for now until I get off the show, though. (laughs) You know who I can't believe is still together after all the shit they've been through? Your butt cheeks. Didn't get a joke from uh, Bionic Bell either. No, no. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Nurse Doom. Thanks a lot. 
going to ruin the show, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Five-year-old man was requested by his doctor for a sperm count as part of his physical exam. The doctor gave the man a jar and said, Take this jar home and bring back a semen sample tomorrow. The next day, the 85-year-old man appeared at the doctor's office and gave him the jar, which was as clean and empty as on the previous day. The doctor asked, What happened? And the man explained, well, Doc, it's like this. First I tried with my right hand, but nothing. Then I tried with my left hand, but still nothing. Then I asked my wife for help. She tried with her right hand, then with her left, still nothing. She tried with her mouth, first her teeth in, then with her teeth out, still nothing. We even called up Arlene, the lady next door, and she tried too, first with both hands, then an armpit, and she even tried squeezing it between her knees, but still nothing. The doctor was shocked. You asked your neighbor? The old man replied, Yup, none of us could get the jar open. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. Jamie brought the funny for us this week. <clears throat> Unlike Nurse Bionic Bell. Nurse Doom or Bionic Bill or any of the others we requested. That's all right. We know who's on our side, even though she's a nag. She comes through. <laughs> Hell, even our old buddy Busted Rhymer broke out a like a little rap for us, a little freestyle. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, he wanted to participate. Wow. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The day is pretty and sunny. Here I am, bringing the funny. I bring only the best one-liners like a hilarious high-end joke designer. I'm out here knocking them dead, taking all other comics to the woodshed. IWS always on top. Our shows never flop. Yeah, you think this is all cheese? Take my wife, please. Uh. Jesus Oh, my God. I'll tell you the funniest part of that audio is not just it's not the jokes, it's it's J Man ladies. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's uh, the guy. It's not me. It's busted rhymer. He sounds a lot like me for some reason. Uh, hey, tell us. You guys related? Uh, not that I know of, but yeah, maybe. So, uh, man walks into a bar, stays there for my entire yeah. childhood. 
<laughs> hey, next week is the Father's Day show, people. Oh, you'll, I you'll know. It's the couch time, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, I hope Snoop's off that next Sunday. Uh-huh. That would really be great. Yeah, oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, phone lines are open. At six six one two four four nine eight five two. I already played Lonnie's joke, didn't I? No, no, you didn't. Oh, I didn't. Really? You know, J Man, our mutual friend Lonnie Feliciano. Mm, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Whose nephew is number 43, one Mr. Nate Ab- Ebner. I bet he gets all the chicks. Have you seen that guy? That is a handsome man right there. Well, she uh, intersected with uh, Paul Pyatt earlier this week. I don't know. You wouldn't think they did, but they did. So take it away. Paul Pyatt and Lonnie. There was an old man living in the country who hadn't been laid in a very long time. However, he had no money neither. He decided to try to barter sex for his prized duck at the local brothel. As he's walking down the road, carrying his prized duck, he runs into his neighbor and explains where he's going. The neighbor looked at him and at the duck and told the old man, Good luck with your duck, but I doubt you'll get laid in exchange for said duck. When the old man arrived at the brothel, he told the madam his desire. The madam was skeptical that any of her girls would accept the duck as payment, but she asked them anyway. To everyone's surprise, one of the girls agreed. The old man followed the girl to her room, and they had sex. When they were finished, the girl exclaimed, That was the best sex I've ever had. We need to do this again. But the man didn't have any money to pay him. The girl said she'd give the man his duck back if he would do it again. So they did. When they were done the second time, the girl exclaimed, That was even better than the first time. The madam needs to know about this, and you can show the madam. The girl leaves the room and rushes to find the madam. Exhausted, the old man decided he simply could not do it a third time. So he grabbed his duck, snuck out the window, and headed home. On the way home, the old man ran into the same doubting neighbor who told the old man he was sorry that he didn't have any luck at the brothel. The old man said, What are you talking about? I got a fuck for a duck. A duck for a fuck. I ducked a fuck. And I still have my 
fucking duck. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh-huh. Worked out all right for him. Oh, sure. And thanks, Lonnie. At least you came through. Yeah. Got on Lonnie. And I'm glad she didn't record it, J-Man, because do you remember how loud she was during the Super Bowl show that one year? Woo! (laughs) We needed someone more tempered. (laughs) Oh, we do need to uh, announce, Matt, that uh, he's not in the chat room, but uh, we... uh, we have finally, finally wore uh-huh. Bob down. We have badgered him into submission, uh-huh. and we are finally invited to be on his show on the Bumcast. Yeah. On June 25th. So, yeah. He's looking forward to that here in the next, uh, here on the, uh, the show on the 24th, we'll uh, reveal our uh, green room demands, our expectations. Yeah. Oh, and we got more than a few of them, let me tell you. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're not easy to deal with. We're the comedy divas, you know. Yes. Oh, and I have kind of a funny story about this, J-Man. Oh, we have plenty of time. Let me... <laughs> I know. Oddly enough, um, on the 19th and the 20th, the new guy, Alan, eh, he needs he needs me to work both days all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which days now? Nineteenth uh, and the twentieth next week, Tuesday and Friday, or Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh huh. Well, here's oh, what he said. Okay. Oh, day long. You know, this is becoming a pattern. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> to which I said, sure, that's fine. He said, and I'll tell you what, Mahoney, you do that for me, I'll give you any day off you want. So here's what I thought, J-Man. It didn't hit me at first, and then last night it hit me. You could give me Monday the 25th off. If I'm off all day and we don't do Bobcat show till 10 p.m. on Monday the 25th, <laughs> what could go wrong, J-Man? <laughs> that sounds like a formula for success to me. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh, buddy, what a great idea. Yeah, well, thank you. And here's the thing, J-Man. We do have a wall calendar. Some people don't anymore. It's like a thing in the past. But, you know, Schmoop's <laughs> schedule changes every every week. It's different every week, so we keep it so she can write down her hours. I've hit rock bottom, J-Man. On the little square that says June 25th, I have written in Bobcat. <laughs> 
<laughs> I never knew it would get this low. <laughs> oh, I thought boy. maybe you'd write it up on your, on your whiteboard. Well, yeah, but you know, yeah, well, I don't know what to say. Yeah, boy. Well, Jamie didn't call in today. Thanks a lot, Jamie. No, no, she didn't. What do vegan zombies eat? Oh, God, I don't know. Grains. Oh, God, that was not good. You know, J-Man, the butcher backed into the meat grinder and got a little behind in his work. Oh, boy. (laughs) 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 Well, let's hear what Cliche has for us. Cliche Johnson here. Two for the price of one. I have invented a new word. Plagiarism. I know a mathematician who is so afraid of negative numbers that he'll stop at nothing to avoid them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let me tell you, J-Man. Let me check one more time. Nope, she's not calling in. You know, I was trying not to do this, J-Man. Uh-huh. But you're going to have to now. Fun of, I'm going to make fun of Canadians. Oh, okay. All right. You got an Aussie, a Brit, an American, and a Canadian, all right? Mm-hmm. The Australian says, Believe you should look out for your mates. You should look out for your mates. The Brits say, believe that you should look out for those people who belong to your club. The American says, believe that people should look out for and take care of themselves. The Canadian said, I believe that's the government's job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Socialized laughter with Amy Maple. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Canadians. They think they're tough right now, but you just wait till. Uh, oh, what's his name? Ford. Is the new uh, prime minister here in a couple <laughs> years? Exactly. Whack job, loony, loony ass weirdo. I'll tell you what. I bet Jamie's not calling in today because El Trumpo called her prime minister weak. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> Old 
Joey Trudeau got humiliated in front of them on the world stage. That's right. The truckster. Yeah, now she's taking it out on all of us Americans. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Here's a Mitch Hedberg joke. My fake plants died because I forgot to pretend to water them. <laughs> I've heard that before, and I'll tell you what, J-Man, Joey Goodbar may have used that 33 years ago. <laughs> I'm just saying. Good old Mitch. My favorite Mitch Hedberg joke is, uh, he says, I was in a five-piece death metal band. We switched to acapella on the way home from the pawn shop. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now, I like that. That's funny. <laughs> and J-Man, I forgot. I have one other Jamie Maple Leaf joke. Oh, well, lay it on us. All right. Take it away, Jamie, baby. A wife was making breakfast of fried eggs for her husband. Suddenly, her husband burst into the kitchen. Careful, he said. Careful. Put in much more butter. Oh, my gosh. You're cooking too many at once. Where are we going to get more butter? They're going to get stuck. Careful. Careful. I said be careful. You never listen to me when you're cooking. Never. Turn them. You know, you always forget to salt them. Use the salt. Use the salt. The wife stared at him. What in the world is wrong with you? You think I don't know how to to fry a couple eggs? The husband calmly replied, I just wanted to show you what it feels like when I'm driving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And I really, I really like that joke because I can be going 25 and a 35, and Schmoo will say, slow down, slow down. <laughs> My God, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> Things are moving too fast. <laughs> the world is just whizzing by me out this window. <laughs> Matt, do you know the difference between a pickpocket and a peeping Tom? No, I don't. What is it? The pickpocket snatches watches, and the peeping Tom watches snatches. Mm-hmm. And that is all I got, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, all I have is one other joke. And um, I wanted to get into this more, and it's jokes that people tell each other on a spontaneous basis. Schmoop um, and I were talking about our old jobs. And I was talking about when I went to work for SEIU, and Kent Ginther, who I replaced because he was moving on, he came back about six months later just to say hey to everyone. And Kent Ginther 
Uh, he left SEIU to go work for uh, NARAL, you know, Abortion Rights Activist yeah. League or whatever it's called. Yeah. Hey, Ken, I said to him. I said, hey, Ken, how's the new job? He said, Matt, killing babies every day. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> boy, he's a real cut yeah. huh? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was one of the funniest things that I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. All right. Well, we made it through, Matt. We survived another joke. Yeah, so. we did. Sure. I want to thank everybody for not calling in, sharing their jokes. <laughs> Nurse Doom and Sonic Bell for letting us down. Yeah. Remind everybody that speaking of uh, being let down by people, next week is Father's Day. Uh-huh. Oh, that was a very good one. That was very good, Jamin. <laughs> you know, Jamin, what's sad? The highlight of our month is going to be on the 25th when we're on the Bumwine show. You know, uh, it doesn't get any lower than that. It really doesn't. <laughs> yeah. We're aiming low, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But I got my well, thank everybody for com- computer right. chair. I want to thank everybody yeah. for listening. Heck yeah. We appreciate it. Our vast and diverse worldwide audience. Mm. So you got any uh, any music to get us out of here on? We only got two minutes left. Let's. Do we really? Yeah. Let's, let's um, with misery. the uh, <laughs> with the big nuclear summit coming up between United States and NOCO, a comedian, a mathematician at Harvard, and you know, Jay Man, one of I don't know about you, but one of my favorite guys, Tom Lehrer. Who's next? Oh yeah. All right. Uh, A few weeks ago, the American press reported that China had exploded a nuclear bomb. Now, this was a great leap forward for China, of course, but it was an even greater leap forward for the American press because for the first time they called it China instead of Red China. For 18 years, they've been hoping it would just go away. Uh, And for the first time, they called it a bomb instead of a device. So, with China possessing the bomb, it makes us wonder who's next. First, we got the bomb, and that was good, because we love peace and motherhood. Then Russia got the bomb, but that's okay, because the balance of powers maintained that way. Who's next? you grieve, cause they're on our side, I believe. China got the bomb, but have no fears, they can't wipe us out for at least five years. Who's next? Uh, Then Indonesia claimed that they were going to get one any day. South Africa wants two, that's right, one for the black and one for the white. Who's next? Get one.
self-defense. The Lord is our shepherd, says the psalm. But just in case, we better get a bomb. Monaco. We'll try to stay serene and calm when Alabama gets the bomb. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Oh, yeah. Funny guy. He is. He's a double of right. I, I believe yeah. I played Pigeons in the Park was by him before. Yeah, I think we played the uh, Vatican Rag. I think I played that way. Yeah, the Vatican Rag, too. Yeah. Oh, God, that's a good one. Okay, then. All right, then. You have yourself a wonderful day, Matt. Well, you do the same and sleep well tonight, um, knowing that Trump will be talking to Kim Jong-un while you sleep. Yes. I'm sure he won't do anything crazy and no, no. give away the whole story. No. No, he wouldn't. Get everybody blowed up. No. It's okay, Japan. It's okay, Japan. Don't worry. Yep. Yep. Father's Day show next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.